Today's show is sponsored by Talkspace, the online therapy company. For a fraction of the price of traditional therapy, you can pick an experienced, licensed therapist you relate to and feel comfortable with. Each and every therapist has at least a master's degree and has completed over 3,000 hours of supervised work. To match with your perfect therapist, go to Talkspace.com forward slash boom. And to show your support for this podcast, use code boom to get $30 off your first month. That's boom. Talkspace.com slash boom. B-O-O-M. Locked On Trailblazers, your daily Portland Trailblazers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to an April 6th, Thursday edition of the Locked On Blazers podcast. I'm your host, Eric Garcia Gunderson, a writer, sometimes with the Associated Press, Blazers Edge, former Blazer beat writer to the Vancouver Columbian. Welcome back to Locked On Blazers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where we have a wide variety of podcasts covering the NFL, NBA, college sports, NFL draft is coming up. We got that covered. Uh, so if you want to get into a lot of sports, we have a lot of places for you to get into that. Uh, if you don't want to check in on the news or you want to get into something else. So it's kind of it right in, as I was starting to do this podcast, uh, it, it started to hit me how much, uh, tonight reminded me a little bit of when I was at a Blazers Rockets game in 2003, I believe it was. And the, uh, President George Bush was broadcast on the big screen at the Moda Center, now the, or then the Rose Garden, uh, talking about declaring war uh, on Iraq. Uh, And of course, uh, you may know that uh, the United States uh, had airstrikes in Syria tonight. just kind of a wild night uh, and kind of weird that I associate both of those moments with NBA games. But anyway, um, yeah, uh, the Blazers, while you are here on Locked On Blazers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, the Blazers are your team. We cover them just as good, if not better, than anybody out there. And the Blazers won tonight 105-98 to get a one-and-a-half game lead over the Denver Nuggets. The Blazers win in come-from-behind fashion. They were down by 14 at the end of the first quarter. They were down 12-2 to at the start of the game. It, it looked like deja vu from the Utah game on Tuesday, but they were able to work their way out of it. The Timberwolves were awful down the stretch. Uh, It helped that Carl Anthony Towns only had two field goal attempts in the final nine minutes that he played in this game. Portland outscored the Minnesota Timberwolves 25-11 to in the fourth quarter. And while there were a lot of uh, really solid performances tonight from uh, a lot of guys, 
the game ball in this victory for the Trailblazers goes to Alan Crabb. Uh, if they didn't have Crabb tonight stepping in, shooting fearlessly from three, just letting it go and letting it fly all night long, uh, even when there was just a smidge of, of daylight, uh, Crabb was letting it fly, and he played with that confidence all game long, and he finished with 25 points, had uh, an incredible flurry uh, of baskets in the fourth quarter, just uh, a phenomenal stretch from Crab. He had 13 of his 25 in that fourth quarter, and uh, had about a, like a 48 second stretch of just ridiculousness, uh, where he hit three threes in a row. So it was it was pretty wild, uh, pretty awesome performance from Alan Crab. One of his most memorable ones. It wasn't a career high. It wasn't, uh, you know, it wasn't a career high. It wasn't anything that, uh, you know, is going to rewrite the record books for him. But just in terms of, of the game that he played, uh, it was uh, phenomenal. Uh, he really helped carry the team in this one. And uh, I thought did it with a confidence that we haven't seen uh from him all year and 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 he was he was fantastic in, in this game and uh deserves a ton of credit and deserves a ton of credit really for uh just being phenomenal uh down the stretch of this season I know a lot of people have talked about uh the Nurkic bump that a lot of guys have gotten and Crab has certainly benefited from that Nurkic bump uh, just like everyone on the team did in terms of their plus minus. But, uh, you know, a lot of times Crab is out there with second units that Nurkic may not be out there with. And uh, for him to kind of turn that plus minus around, I think it's been a couple of things. Obviously, you know, Nurkic being there is, is, is certainly a factor. But then you also have the fact that Crab has played better defense, in my opinion, in the last uh, three months of the season. And uh, he's been more aggressive in looking for his shot, uh, being a lot less hesitant when getting opportunities and getting the ball. And uh, I, I think that those things have really, really helped. And uh, I also think maybe the, the time without Evan Turner helped crab kind of rediscover his groove again because uh you know he has really found it again and uh whether he's playing with uh Myers Leonard or he's been playing with Yusuf Nurkic uh, most of the time this season crab has been making a positive impact on the Blazers and I I think that that should be acknowledged because I know that he had a great coming out party tonight and, 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 and he definitely deserves all the attention that he's getting tonight. But, uh, crab has been a guy that really, uh, you know, a lot of people were down on cause he got paid. He got $75 million. People were saying, Hey, he, he's not worth that money. And, and, and for a lot of the season he, he wasn't, but, uh, and but earlier in the season he was a complete negative 
the lineups with him and Turner were were awful, and, and and they weren't very good, and they weren't earning that. But they've really turned it around, and it hasn't just been, uh, it wasn't just tonight. He has been turning it around uh, for a while now, and it shows in the plus minus numbers. Whether he's on the court with Nurkic or or whoever, uh, he has brought something to the table for this Blazers team. Uh, I think back to that Oklahoma City win in OKC when CJ McCollum wanted to get Crab more involved. Uh, I think that was definitely part uh, of, of this renaissance for AC, but it, it kind of culminated tonight, and he was playing with so much passion, so much energy, and he's a guy that almost shows no emotion uh, when he's on the basketball court. He's super even keeled. That's why his nickname is Cool Breeze because he just kind of lets things roll off. And uh, when he hit that third three in the fourth quarter to force the, the, the Timberwolves to call a timeout, the scream that he yet let out just looked so uh, cathartic because he, he has to know that people have been down on him uh, that people have thought that he is not worth the money, that he's not even tradable, that no team would want Alan Crabb. And heck, I you know I don't I wouldn't want to trade Alan Crabb if I'm the Blazers, but he he makes a lot of money, and so that is you know that ultimately could be a, a decision. And I think ultimately, if you're gonna try and move someone, I think Crabb is ultimately. Uh, the guy that you you would end up moving and and I think over the last couple of months he's really shown that and really grown into that and I think if he is given a you know if, if there's consistency in the role and and he feels like he's a part of something I feel like you know he, he really responded and, and and he has responded well uh, maybe it was a little bit of urgency too maybe the embarrassment of of the prospect of missing the playoffs and uh, Portland disappointing the way they did that has kind of generated this turnaround. Whatever it is, he he has turned it around and he deserves credit for it. And I don't think, uh, you know, you can just say Crab's success was was just about tonight. I, he 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 has had uh, a phenomenal season uh, since starting pretty slow. And from an offensive standpoint, uh, this season has been even better for him. So uh, pretty pretty good good year for for Crab. Uh, in my opinion, after a really bad start, and uh, I don't necessarily know if I mean there's a lot of guys that uh, actually I don't think there are a, a ton of guys that I can say that about truly on an individual level that uh, really just had to that improved a lot from the beginning of the year until now on this Blazers team. Because Lillard and McCollum have been, you know, they've been pretty consistent all year. Lillard obviously was incredible in the month of March. So you you can point to that, I suppose. But you look at guys that I feel like really their role hasn't changed all. Like Crab's role hasn't changed at all this year. And he's found a way to make it work. And it, it, it had that, that brief bump where he was playing a little bit more because Turner was gone. But really, he's been coming off the bench and asked to shoot and play defense all season long, whether it's 
uh, 30 minutes or, or 20 minutes. And, and sometimes those minutes still fluctuate, but I feel like he's done a better job down the stretch of the season to not let that minute fluctuation kind of mess with him and, and, and change how, how he approaches the game because uh, I feel like he's been more consistent. And and right now the confidence is through the roof, and the Blazers absolutely need that because they while they play small, they're going to need to shoot the ball well another thing the Blazers definitely deserve credit for was that tonight was by far their best defensive rebounding game since the Nurkic injury they rebounded 80 percent of their opponents misses tonight uh their best I believe in the last three games was about 70 was 74 which is the same rate as the worst team in the league so Portland gradually improved that they really improved that obviously down the stretch of this game with Minnesota unable to make a shot their three big guys uh Rubio Wiggins and Towns all started off red hot but particularly Wiggins and Rubio they both went ice cold down the stretch and uh I think more of the reason that Towns was unable to get going was that he just didn't get the ball as much. Uh, But whatever. That's a win for the Blazers. It gets them one step closer to the playoffs. The magic number for Portland to get in and clinch that eighth seed is at two. So that means any combination of Nuggets losses and Blazers wins that adds up to two between now and next Wednesday in these next three games clinches the eighth seed for Portland Denver plays New Orleans, I believe, tomorrow at home. And the Blazers have a day off before they face the Jazz, who, again, are fighting for playoff positioning in their own right. They're trying to seal home court advantage against the Los Angeles Clippers in the first round. So the only thing I think that's kind of helping the Blazers a little bit in that regard is that Utah is super banged up right now. They just added Jeff Withy to the injury report. Rodney Hood can never really play consistently. Uh, so, and, and and George Hill was was out very recently. So, and, and Favors is almost never on the court. So uh, maybe that works in Portland's favor. Maybe something happens in between now and then. But I think Utah is going to keep playing hard because they absolutely need that game because the playoffs are right around the corner. And with the playoffs around the corner, I think you know that you're going to be in the market for tickets. And if you know that you're going to be in the market for tickets, I think the place that you should check for those tickets is SeatGeek. Buying tickets online has always been a confusing process. And a lot of the ticket sites don't want to change that. But SeatGeek is different. They've come along and created an amazing app and website that makes it easier than ever for fans to buy and sell their tickets for sports or concerts. I've used SeatGeek a lot. It's really convenient. I can pull it up on my phone whenever I need to go to a game or a concert, uh, plan something with friends, maybe go with my girlfriend. I'll look on the SeatGeek app. And they organize everything for me. It's super easy. I have it on my phone. I have it right on my phone. The website's great. Uh, and they do all the work for you, whether it's price comparison or finding the best value with their deal score. They really just 
make the whole ticket buying process, which can be really stressful and really annoying, super simple and easy. But the best thing about SeatGeek is that my listeners get a $20 rebate off their first SeatGeek purchase. And to get that $20 rebate on tickets, download the SeatGeek app, go to the settings tab, and click add a promo code and enter promo code LOBLAZERS, and SeatGeek will send you $20 after you've made your first ticket purchase. Download the SeatGeek app and enter promo code LOBLAZERS today. So, uh... Shout out to SeatGeek once again. Always sponsoring. By the way, uh, if you would like to sponsor the podcast, hit us up at LockdownBlazers at gmail.com. Maybe slide into the DMs at LockdownBlazers. Local businesses would love to uh, advertise on here. So just one last plug. Thank you for bearing with me. Once again, the Blazers win over the Minnesota Timberwolves, 105-98, major comeback victory. Allen Crabb, phenomenal. The Blazers rebounded the ball. They played small. And uh, they are one step closer to the postseason. And I talked about the, the Nurkic bump and... and uh, Portland's rebounding post Nurkic, and of course, maybe you're wondering what's up with Yusuf Nurkic. Well, before the game tonight in Portland, uh, there was a wide variety of video posted to Twitter uh, that was curated by uh, David McKay over at Blazers Edge, if you want to go check it out, uh, and videos of, of, of Yusuf Nurkic uh, shooting some jumpers out on the Blazers court uh, in in you know athletic gear. You know he had basketball shoes on. He was taking jumpers. He was getting lift with his jumpers. He was doing everything at half speed. From the videos, uh, it didn't look as though he was he wasn't cutting or anything. Everything looked very straightforward. Uh, he wasn't making a lot of lateral movements, but uh, it has to be encouraging, you know, a week away from him getting reevaluated that he is moving and that they are allowing him to do certain basketball things like shoot baskets uh, and, and, and do little movements and, and, and jump a little bit and have a little bit of explosion. And, and that I think is, uh, is noteworthy, whether it means that he'll be back in a week we don't know, but it is an encouraging sign. It's better than him not moving at all, not working out at all. Uh, it, it is better than, than that. And I guess that's why reports have suggested that the Blazers are optimistic that he could return, that maybe it isn't that serious. Ian Thompson from NBA.com uh, revealed that Nurkic injured the uh, I mean, one of the things that kind of got lost in this that I, I learned from the Ian Thompson article was that Nurkic actually had suffered the injury against Denver, even though he really didn't start to show signs of it after the Houston game. And so uh, he obviously can play through pain, but you want to make sure that he's healthy uh, and you don't want to rush him back because if he is, uh, you know, 
a big part of the future like he has looked in the past couple of weeks. You, know, you don't want to risk and mortgage that future uh, just for a first-round series against Golden State this season when they'll probably get Kevin Durant back. They're supposed to get Kevin Durant back on Saturday night. So uh, the Warriors are going to be at full strength uh, when the Blazers play them if they make into the playoffs, which is looking uh, ever more likely now with the win tonight. But he looks, he it looks like he's doing it, something's going well for him. So uh, that has to be hopeful at the very least. And and I will say, even though uh, I've had my doubts about him coming back, and I I listed off the history of guys that have had these uh, non-displaced uh, fractures of the fibula, that it hasn't been a good track record but as I mentioned Nurkic is significantly younger than all of the people that I listed the Tyson Chandler example and the Steve Nash example Chandler was 31 and uh, Nash was 38 I believe so uh, that's a big difference between between that and the 22 year old Nurkic so uh, the fact that he's young probably you know, should mean that he would heal quicker. Uh, so perhaps a, a positive sign uh, for the Blazers before the game tonight. Uh, and, and Nurkic also uh, poured some water on Alan Crabb in the postgame interview on TNT that Crabb had with, with Lewis Johnson. And then after the game, uh, Nurkic took to Twitter to uh, say one more step hashtag rip city and then he had the wave emoji which is very clearly in my eyes telling the denver nuggets to have a a nice summer uh so nurkic even though he didn't play uh bringing a little bit more to this blazers win tonight with the show of ability uh, this soon after the broken leg diagnosis by shooting some jumpers and getting some lift on those jumpers and being out there. Uh, Jason Quick said it was about 10 minutes uh, that he was out there for going through a rigorous workout, at least while he was out there. So, uh, or, or, you know, somewhat rigorous for someone who is apparently dealing with a broken leg. But uh, the fact that they let him do that and, and walk out there and, all that stuff, I think, is encouraging. But uh, Nurkic, just either way, even though he didn't play, still continuing to uh, just continues to bring joy to this Blazers team, this Blazers season. That that really sucked, and and and. They're getting closer here uh, to a playoff spot that seemed pretty unlikely uh, not that long ago, especially when the trade happened. You thought, hey, here's Portland taking a step back in uh, the chase for the eighth seed, and uh, now here they are in control with three games left and a a one-and-a-half game lead and the tiebreaker. So... Yeah, magic number is at two. Uh, 
if the season ended tonight. Uh, for those of you that are looking at Portland's draft pick and are concerned about that, as I am, Right now, they would have the 16th pick in the NBA draft. Obviously, they would not be in the lottery since they would be making the playoffs, but uh, both the Bulls and Blazers won tonight. So you have three teams, the Pacers, Blazers, and Bulls, all at 39 and 40. And right now, Portland would be slated to have the 16th pick. Uh I do need to do some more uh, draft diving. I have been doing some throughout the season. Did it a lot, obviously, in like January and February when it looked like they were going to maybe get a really good pick. Uh, but I think there are some some guys in this draft that could help. One of the guys that I was looking at today uh, was Semi Ojale from from Southern Methodist and. Draft Express actually has the Blazers taking him currently with their their 26th pick. The I think that's the Cleveland pick. Uh, so in in the back end of the lottery. And I I really liked Ojale's game in the conference tournament. Uh, he's kind of he played five a lot for SMU when I watched him. Very athletic, good three point shooter in college. I think shot 42 percent, six seven. Uh, not the longest wingspan, but a 6'9 wingspan for a, a big 6'7 guy who's pretty muscular and maybe could be a guy that could be uh, you know, a small ball four in the league and I think could help Portland because he can kind of shoot. He, he, he's pretty athletic and he looks pretty tough uh, and, and has kind of a wide body that I think you know can make him a really good rebounder in the league and what he had uh, pretty good rebounding numbers in college. So... Uh, that is a guy that uh, I I kind of have on my radar uh, for uh, the Blazers just because uh, I don't think you can have uh, enough athletic guys that can shoot (laughs) uh, and defend. So from what I've seen from him uh, in a very short time, I will say, uh, I, I, I really liked. And he was kind of a big reason why I picked LSU or SMU, excuse me, to, to go to the final four. That didn't work out very well. They lost in the first round, but, uh, we'll see if this kid even comes out, but, uh, and I don't, I don't know if he's declared yet, but I do like his game and I, w- I think he would really fit well on Portland, but we will have more time to do that later on this year for now. The Blazers are in the middle of a battle with the Denver Nuggets. They, give themselves a little bit more cushion tonight with three games left to go in the regular season with a win over the Timberwolves, 105-98. A uh, couple of more things from tonight's game that I'd like to, to shout out. Noah Vonley not getting stupid fouls was really nice. Uh, he stayed on the floor, was a big reason, and, and a, a part of a lot of te- uh, units that made – inroads at that big Minnesota lead he did a nice job of defending without fouling uh keeping his hands up playing defense in the pick and roll uh I thought he did well when he 
when he was matched up against Towns, all things considered. So nice game from Vonley tonight. He had nine points at seven boards and two blocks. Uh, Alfaruk Aminu played 40 minutes, a team high. He had 15 points at seven rebounds. He had a couple of nice plays, nice and one as well on on Towns and uh, continues to play well. Myers Leonard also uh, doing a nice job uh, in his minutes. Didn't make any shots, but uh, helped box out and 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 help the Blazers uh, not get killed on the glass. And and everyone on the Blazers, it must be said, did a great job of team rebounding tonight. I think uh, pretty much everybody on the Blazers did a nice job of rebounding. Damian Lillard with with nine rebounds of his own, which was a team high. He also had eight assists and 22 points, seven of 21 from the field, one of nine from three. Uh, he continues to struggle from three without Nurkic, uh, but uh, doing a lot of things in the box score that you need your best player to do to will you to a win. And he did a lot of little things tonight, even though uh, he didn't shoot very well. Uh, Ricky Rubio was having a really good game, but he didn't let that really get into get to his head and, and, and stop him from making an impact on the game which he did tonight. So Lillard uh, with a solid game, but not necessarily the game that he, you know, he didn't necessarily take over this one. Uh, really balanced when CJ McCollum, 18 points, five assists, eight of 19 from the field. And Evan Turner, also a very good game. He was a plus 14, which was a team high, 10 points, three of six from the field, four of six at the line. He also had seven rebounds, two assists. I thought he also played Really nice defense down the stretch against Andrew Wiggins. Uh, I think Crab was a little undersized for Wiggins in the post, and the Blazers kind of switched that up. They put Crab more on Shabazz Muhammad and had Turner on Wiggins, who is really big and athletic. And I think Turner, uh, in addition to the 10 points and 7 rebounds, uh, really deserved a lot of credit for his defense tonight against Wiggins down the stretch because Wiggins uh, was awful in the fourth quarter for Minnesota. He was one of eight down the stretch, and I think a lot of credit uh, goes to Turner for that. So that's going to do it for this edition of Locked on Blazers. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Audio Boom, Google Play, TuneIn FM, wherever you can get a podcast. We are there, and we will catch you next time. The Blazers play on Saturday night against the Utah Jazz. We will have uh, a report from that one, uh, one that could be the clincher, uh, provided the Denver Nuggets lose tomorrow. So uh, I'm sure a lot of you will be, well, you should be uh, Pelicans fans tomorrow uh, if you want this team to get into the playoffs. So until next time, come back to Lockdown Blazers for the Lockdown Podcast Network. takes a lot to get excited about a bag, but most bags can't save you 20% on auto parts. That's 20% off headlamps, 20% off oil filters, 20% off virtually anything you can fit inside the 99-cent Napa reusable bag. So tell your buddies, there's a bag they just have to check out. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. 
at participating Napa Auto Parts stores while supplies last. Minimum three items. Exclusions apply. Offer ends 10 17